Hey, welcome back to another episode on From My Mat to Yours podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kenya Marsh, certified yoga instructor and your yoga bestie. Today, I have a bonus interview. We're going to roll out the mat and talk to the amazing and wonderful yogi, Victoria Gibbs. Previously, I've reached out to her last year when we found each other on Instagram and I was starting to interview yogis then from my blog and I want to just do a follow-up with her to catch up on what has changed, some obstacles she's been through and how she's overcome to provide some inspiration to you who may be going through some things and hopefully this uplifts you as well. So are you excited to get into the interview? Great. Let's get to it. So I want to introduce you to the From My Mat to Yours podcast. And for those who are not familiar with who you are, would you like to introduce yourself? Of course. My name is Victoria Gibbs. Um, I was raised in Princeton, New Jersey. Grew up dancing classical ballet and went to Dartmouth College. Um, in terms of yoga, I'm a three-time New York regional champion, participant in the 2018 International Yoga Sport Federation Championship, um, newly yoga instructor, meditation coach, and Lupus Foundation of America ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> And that is amazing. You have a lot that you're getting yourself into. Um, how did it come about that you wanted to be an ambassador for the, the Lupus Foundation? Um, I was diagnosed with lupus in June of 2016. And by the end of that summer, I had realized that I wanted to give more to the community. Um, I didn't know what I could do um, or in what capacity I could contribute, but I did a little bit of homework and reached out to the Lupus um, Northeast region and connected with the marketing director there. And she was like, yeah, you should come on board, join as an ambassador, share your story. Um, and you'll probably really help to make a contribution to someone's life. And sure enough, I did the training and eventually became an official ambassador. And I've just been kind of like, I go to different health fairs or conferences and I speak about my journey with lupus and what it's been like and where I hope to see things go. And I host events as well in support of the Lupus Foundation. So it's been super rewarding and very fulfilling to give back to the community. You know, it's amazing, especially to turn things around from your experience and to help others who are who actually would need that motivation to, to get through. Um, that leads me to this question is, how would someone know, like any early signs to know if it's, they might be experiencing that lupus. Yeah. Um, the symptoms are different for everyone. Um, a couple of general 
symptoms that most people with lupus see across the board is um, inflammation within their body and joints. Um, hair loss is a big one. Um, as time progresses and as the lupus is more active, your hair actively falls out in clumps, which is kind of scary. Um, the, um, there are these white spots that appear in your mouth over time. Um, I'm forgetting the correct terminology, but essentially it just means that the lupus is very active. It changes your entire taste bud palate. Um, I have something called Raynaud's, which makes the winter very challenging. I lose feeling in my fingers very, very quickly. Um, I could be outside for two minutes and it'll take me 40 minutes before I can regain the blood flow throughout my fingers. And so that's a bit challenging and not super fun. Summer is definitely my preferred season, but, uh, yeah, you know, I just try and be proactive and handle it gracefully, but definitely joint pain and inflammation are two of the biggest, um, symptoms that people experience and just something to look out for. Um, a lot of people have rheumatoid arthritis, mm-hmm. um, who have lupus. So, or kidney problems. I almost lost my kidneys, both of them, when I was initially being diagnosed. So you just have to really listen to your body. I mean, people take it for granted and we push through because we're supposed to, but it's not always the right thing to do. So just take heed. (laughs) Yeah, that is so true. And sometimes we feel that it's just something that we can easily dismiss. And um, definitely something should just get checked out if you're feeling any symptoms just to to get that confirmation um, so you could address that issue early on. I know for me, um, my mother-in-law I helped take care of, she actually found out, well, she has rheumatoid arthritis. And in addition to that, now has to go for dialysis for her kidney. Um, Mm. And it's it's rough um, going into the dialysis center and seeing what a lot of folks are going through. And it's all ages that I, I see at the center. And the only thing that I could say for that is you take it one day at a time, and especially with the colder weather, try to get warm and stay in a warm environment because it's not fun. <laughs> but I'm glad you're in such great spirits with all you're going through. And coming across your Instagram feed, yours just seems so strong. And that energy just shows through, especially through your captions. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. And you're welcome. And I know it's crazy because I found you on Instagram last year. We found each other last year. And when I tapped into you to, to do my first blog interview, you told me about the yoga competition that you was going to in China. And mm-hmm. I wanted to just follow up with that as far as how was your experience in China and the competition overall? Wow. Um, I can't believe it's been a year since that competition, <laughs> but it was really the most 
incredible experience. Um, for the first time, the competition was not just about competing for oneself, but I was there as a representative of the U.S. And so that alone was just something really special in and of itself. Um, just a rare and priceless opportunity. Um, the competition itself was pretty much what I expected it would be. Um, it was interesting competing um, essentially with all of the Americans in a row. There were six women there. Wow. Um, and then just competing alphabetically, whereas normally we're used to competing numerically. <laughs> so um, for the first time, the there's one American um, young lady who t tends to win most of the national competitions. <laughs> um, so for the first time, she went first in the rotation, and normally she goes last because she always scores so high. So it was just kind of funny to see that that difference and that we're actually there for a greater purpose and not mm -hmm. just for ourselves individually. Um, mm -hmm. It was really incredible meeting all of those different people from all of the different countries. Everyone was really friendly and very supportive and outgoing. And um, it was a truly wonderful experience. I hope to qualify for the international competition again this year. I think that would be really special and I would be very happy to go. Um, yeah. I think it's kind of going to be held in Latvia. So I've never been there, so that would be really cool. <laughs> That's amazing. I'll definitely be rooting for you because, to be honest, I didn't even know of such competition until I found out that you was going to be competing in it. Um, how, how did you even find out about the International Yoga Championship and uh, try out for it? Um, I didn't even really know that they had one to be honest um i finished top three at the 2018 usa national competition and i guess the top three competitors qualify to compete at the international level so the international competition is held every other year and so that's why there were six girls, so three from 2017 and three from 2018. Um, and so that was the first time I had ever heard about it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever qualify again. So I'm definitely going, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was totally random. And now it's something that I have my sights set on for this year coming. And that's great because you know, now I have my eye open for that and the competition. And I'll look for the local competition too because I didn't even know about that one either. Um, especially practicing for five years. I always learn something new. That's the beauty of it. And I love to see you on the forefront, especially when it goes beyond uh, the competition nature of it. Mm -hmm. So after the competition, I know, and you mentioned earlier, that you are now a certified yoga teacher. What inspired you to pursue to become a teacher of yoga? Honestly, I went into teacher training just for the meditation aspect of it. Um, 
I never really had any plans to teach, but once I completed the teacher training, um, I knew it was what I wanted to do. I had never been more clear about my career path before until that point in time. And it's just so random because when I signed up for teacher training, I was pretty excited about it, but I didn't really have any expectations. I just wanted to really hone in on my meditation practice because it was truly lacking and mentally and physically, I was a little bit broken. Mm-hmm. Um, around May, June with my health de- deteriorating. Um, and so I literally got out of the hospital two days before teacher training was supposed to start. And I wasn't even sure if I was going to go. And my parents were like, no, we don't know what it is, but we think you should go because you need like some structure. And, you know, you keep talking about meditation you need to just go do it. So I went and literally changed my life. I, my practice has changed mentally and physically. And it's just like become this gift that I really want to share with everyone in every capacity. And I, I'm just like so happy. (laughs) I'm so happy. Kudos to your parents for pushing you as well, because that is something to have that extra support to encourage you, especially when there's doubt lingering around. Um, you've provided such amazing opportunity for yourself. And now going through the training, you could see the real deep side of yoga that a lot kind of gets overlooked. But now to have clarity on a purpose that you want to pursue and how you want to reach and help others. Um, So glad to have you on board teaching community. It's great. Yeah, I'm really excited. I, I mean, I've started teaching privately and I do corporate yoga classes and meditation classes, but I'm teaching my first class at lighthouse yoga school where I got my certification. Um, This, coming Monday at 8.30. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm happy to be joining that team and just be teaching there regularly now. That's great. Where actually is the lighthouse um, that you'll be teaching at? The location? It's in Williamsburg in Brooklyn. Oh, Um, They only have one location. Um, But yeah, it's a really special space. Um, as soon as you walk in the door, it smells lovely, it's calming, and it's a wonderful community of people. I've never met so many like-minded people in one space, and it's just just really special. And, you know, I try and get everyone to go there. I'm like, come, you're going to love it. <laughs> it'll, change, it'll change your whole outlook on yoga. And a lot of people have like signed up. They're like, no, you're right. The energy, everything is really great. The teachers are great. It's a hard class, which is good. I like a challenge and I hope to challenge others during my classes as well. But um, yeah, it's unfortunately just one location, but if you're in New York, come and visit. <laughs> yes, and I'm so happy because you're you're doing it in my hometown. I actually was born and raised in Brooklyn. So next time I pop in, 
I may come take one of your classes. Um, oh my God. Yeah. So, <laughs> I will look out for that. And anyone else who's in Brooklyn, definitely check them out. And I will include um, information on the studio and your times that you teach on um, my blog. So for those who are interested on how to lo- find a location or sign up, uh, you'll be able to find the information there and the link would be included as well in the description of this podcast. Um, cool. Another question that popped up for me was, do you have any advice to give for someone who's thinking about embarking on their yoga journey or yoga teaching journey? Absolutely. Um, I highly recommend any teacher training experience. Um, I think there's so much value in them. Um, Of course, I've only done one, so I can't really speak from like, you know, the full perspective, but my experience was so wonderful that I would highly recommend it to anyone else. And uh, just really make sure that it's your passion and find a teacher that's a good fit for you, like someone that you admire and really respect. Um, I watched the studio owner at Lighthouse Yoga School, Jared McCann, for years and really respected him and his practice. And um, there was also a fellow competitor who had done uh, the teacher training at Lighthouse and he raved about it. And I definitely noticed like how much his practice had improved and so I knew teacher training with Jared was definitely the place for me. And I was 200% right. It changed everything. Everyone who sees me now and talks to me, who saw me like in May, June before teacher training, they're like, you're a totally different person. And I'm like, yeah, it's literally <laughs> changed my whole life. <laughs> so, so <amazing>. Yeah. <laughs> So that's definitely good. And and that is true, too, is the key part is to research who you admire, who you look up to, who speaks to your vibe, because that will make it very easy and important for you to get through the training. No, absolutely. Because you want to be around the person, you know, you don't want to take a teacher training that like you're a little bit iffy on because I mean I wasn't even sure that I was going to do it to begin with and so it was convenient that Lighthouse was in Brooklyn and I um, I live out on Long Island actually and so conveniently it was located in a place that was easy for me to get to and then I really respected and admired uh, Jared I mean he's two-time international yoga champion and you know he opened up this studio and he just has the most beautiful practice and the most beautiful energy and um I definitely realized that that was pretty much the only place I could do a teacher training and be happy (laughs) and I was right (laughs) see you always got to go with your instinct so is there anything that you set out to do this year that you didn't um, achieve? Not really. Um, I didn't really have a plan going into 2019. Uh, I worked 
a very cushy hedge fund job for six years, and I had my last day on December 31st, 2018. <clears throat> and so when I began 2019, it was literally the quintessential definition of a fresh start. Um, I just kind of took it easy for the first few months, and I started interviewing, and it was miserable. And the more I interviewed, the more I realized I did not want to go back into the world of finance. Um, so I just kind of took it like literally one day at a time. Um, I signed up for the teacher training, which was not something I had really intended to do. But again, it was a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just kind of finishing up the year. Just working on myself, working on my practice, sharing my practice with others, working on my teaching skills, you know, teaching's actually a lot of a lot of work. I mean, if, if you <laughs> are passionate about it, I'm like, there's a lot of preparation that goes into it. Yes, um, it is. It really is. So I really didn't have a plan. I just kind of took it one day at a time, but um now that I have this focus of working as the yoga instructor, meditation coach, etc., um, I definitely have a little bit more of a layout for 2020. Well, that's cool. If you don't mind, because we could follow up again next year. What kind of goals do you have for 2020? Or well, first and foremost, I definitely want to continue teaching. Um, both at Lighthouse and privately. Um, I want to continue to build my presence within the wellness community. Um, clean eating, meditation, asana, it's all really changed my life. And I just want to share that in a greater capacity with everyone, especially in terms of um, the autoimmune disease community. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to calm our minds through meditation and to really focus on clean eating. Um, I don't think there's enough emphasis put on clean eating oh, no. for control with autoimmune issues. And so it's something that I really want to share in a greater capacity in 2020. Um, I'm actually in the process of planning to yoga slash wellness retreats. Um, I just got back from the Dominican Republic where I went on a week-long yoga retreat, um, and it was incredible. And I primarily signed up to go for, like, research purposes because I knew I wanted to host my own retreats in 2020, mm -hmm. but it was actually a tremendous experience. And so I'm hoping to host something a bit more local to the east coast in february and then um more of a destination retreat in september um locations are to be determined but i'm thinking greece in september and then like you know upstate new york or boston or something like that um for february so I'm working on a couple of things, which is exciting. And um, even just this morning, I had a phone call with a retreat facility in Greece. And so um, it's pretty exciting just getting the ball rolling on that. It's always something I envisioned and 
now I'm going to make it a reality. <laughs> there you go. It's all about putting it out there first and, and just taking those actionable steps to make it happen. I'm so excited to see how that turns out for you in 2020. And, Thank uh, you. I'm glad share the details as more come through. Oh, absolutely. I will definitely share. <laughs> uh, so just the last thing is, how can someone follow your journey or connect with you? Right now, you can find me on Instagram, of course. Um, my handle is whatgives. Um, if you think about it, it's like what gives. I just changed it into what gives, and gives is my last name. Um, you can find me on the web at www.whatgivesnyc.com. And I'm always available via email at kvictoriagibbs at gmail.com. The K stands for Christian. That is my official first name, but I don't use it at all. (laughs) I'm like, I I might want to drop it eventually, but we haven't gotten to that point yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's pretty cool. And I will make sure I will include your contact information as well in the blog post on simplyfitandcurvyyoga.com. So if anyone forget to write it down, you'll be able to just access the links from there. And that's going to sum up the interview. And I appreciate you for joining me on the mat today and sharing about your practices and your journey, struggles with the health and overcoming those obstacles. And I'm so excited and know you're going to have an amazing 2020 coming up. Thank you so much for reaching out and, you know, for letting me share my experiences with you. It's, you know, it means a lot to me for amazing women like yourself to reach out and, you know, express an interest in hearing about what I'm up to. And, you know, we can all just learn so much from each other. So I'm just really thankful for the opportunity. You are welcome. And I know I look excited to have you back again to follow up on all the amazing things that happened. Uh, Because I know for me, it's in this community, it's it's, even though from the outside, it can seem oversaturated, but there's so much space and room for us all. There's no need to compete. We all collaborate and partner up to help get that out there and help people find ways to be healthy and mindful so they can exceed in their life and journey as well. Exactly. Well said.